A quick note before you dive into today's episode. While I will always be an advocate for multi-passionates embracing their talents as a gift, not a burden, I have decided that I'm no longer going to run a business with that as the goal. Please note that as you listen to any episodes, any of the offers that I have expressed, especially my coaching program, which I've talked about in many episodes, those are no longer relevant as my business is closing. If you'd like to stay connected, come and find me on LinkedIn. The link will be added across the show notes in all episodes. Be well. Welcome to the Multi-Passionate Mastery Podcast, the podcast where creatives come to embrace their talents as a gift, not a burden. I'm your host, Deanna Joy, lover of crystals and houseplants and mom to a very cute rescue pup named Chai. Together, we'll explore how to finally make friends with focus, ditching overwhelm and idea fatigue once and for all, and how to be unapologetic about who you are as a multi-passionate. But I'm not just going to pump you up with a bunch of empowerment content. I'm going to give you tools and practices that you can implement starting today. It's time to unlock your multi-passionate mastery. Let's begin. Welcome to episode one of the Multi-Passionate Mastery Podcast. It has taken quite a while to get to this point. You know, when you have a passion project, you have a dream project that you want to do, and it's kind of in your someday category, that's sort of how this podcast has been for me. And because it could be done anytime or someday, It started to turn into something that felt like it was never going to happen at all. So I hired a one-on-one podcast coach and I was like, listen, help me get it together. I really want to create this podcast. We started mapping out the first season and getting everything ready. And then it was time for me to start recording. And let me tell you, friend, I (laughs) put so many barriers in between myself and just getting started. Has that ever happened to you where you know you want to do something, you have everything laid out, it's a dream project, and it feels super exciting, and yet there's a part of you that resists. There's a part of you that feels almost scared of how amazingly good it could be. That's where I was. So I was doing course launches and launching a group program and refining my email marketing funnels and updating my website. I mean, any other project that I could do that would come before the podcast, that's what I was prioritizing. So I reached out to my podcast coach and I let her know like, hey, I'm not recording and I don't know what's going on with me. Now, because she also does mindset work, we started to think about the blocks that come with this kind of project. And we realized that it doesn't feel quote unquote productive to be spending time recording a podcast because the results are not immediate. There are so many other places in our lives and in business where we do get that immediate result. We post on social, we see the engagement. We send out an email, we get a few sales, right? With the podcast, it's a lot of work up front and then the reward comes later when it launches, when it comes out. So after we got all of that mindset stuff together, I was like, okay, I'm ready to go. I have a new outlook on this. Let's dive in. I'm going to start recording. And I kid you not, just as I was getting amped up, I lost my voice. I don't mean figuratively. I mean, I literally lost my voice. 
I get seasonal allergies and it was just really, really bad this year. And it turned into more of like hay fever and it led to me completely losing my voice. And it wasn't like, oh, how cute. I have like a little raspy vibe going on. It was, I'm in the middle of a course launch and I literally can't talk. I was on Boxer trying to communicate with my VA and she was like, are you okay? Like, oh my goodness, your voice is totally gone. And I have never wanted to record so badly. What losing my voice taught me and showed me was that having a voice is a gift. And if I make the choice to use it and show up here, record this first episode and reach out to you with my voice, there is an opportunity for that to have a very powerful ripple effect in the lives of multi-passionates. And that's all that I'm really trying to do. So now that my voice is back, I put all my excuses in a box on a shelf and I was like, see you later. I'm done trying to wait for these perfect conditions to arrive for me to be ready. So there's a lesson in this long ass intro. And the lesson is, if you have a dream project that you want to put forward into the world, be mindful of the places where you start to push that on the back burner just because it may not yield an immediate result. Understand and observe your process. Be curious about it. There will be a gift. You will learn something. But more than anything, just get started. All right, now that we've talked about how I finally got to the place of recording this first episode, I want to give you a brief introduction into who I am and what you can expect from season one of the Multi-Passionate Mastery podcast. My name is Deanna Joy, and I am a multi-passionate creativity educator, content creator, writer, musician, community builder, mentor, the list goes on and on. I am unapologetically multi-passionate. Now, it wasn't always this way. There was a time in my early 20s where I felt like it was time to finally figure out what I was going to do with my life. I was graduating from college. I got a degree in English and creative writing because one of my passions is writing. And I was ready to start to figure out where I was going to find my footing in the world. And immediately I felt this pressure to choose one thing. Was I going to be a writer? Was I going to be a singer? Because I sing and compose songs as well. You're going to actually hear some special episodes where I sing to you. So get excited about that. That's coming soon. But I felt this immense pressure to pick one thing. To find my lane. To find what I was going to be an expert in and go for it. That process was excruciatingly painful because when I tried going all in on my music, I felt like I was leaving other parts of myself on the table, like my gifts for educating and writing. I would feel this sadness that I was leaving so many of my other passions behind. Can you relate to that? Finally, I woke up one day and I was like, enough is enough. This choose one thing, it's not working for me, so I'm going to choose the opposite. I'm going to choose myself. And I thought, instead of choosing one thing, I'll choose one platform. I'll choose one place where I can put all my passions together and share them. I was so eager to just start sharing and getting my work out into the world. So I started my blog called Joy Knows How, 
And I named it that because I did not want to be confined. I wanted this blog to feel like my creative playground. I blogged about plant care, self-care, home decor, (laughs) journaling prompts, affirmations. I blogged about all the things that I knew how to do. And then one day I wrote a blog post called It's Time to Start Celebrating Multi-Passionates. And when I was writing this blog post, I felt like a book wanted to come out of me. I was just so excited to share my perspective on why the world is ready to fully embrace multi-passionates. I'll link that blog post in the show notes if you want to check it out. So I hit publish and I immediately start getting comments and DMs about how much that blog post was resonating. People would send me emails and say, I just read this blog post and I'm in tears. I've never felt so seen. So that's when I started to realize, okay, this isn't just a topic that I enjoy talking about. This is a topic that not a lot of people are talking about, or maybe they're talking about it as something that you need to fix or overcome. So you might see a lot of content online about like how to overcome being multi-passionate. And I don't subscribe to that. I don't think it's something to overcome. I truly believe that being multi-passionate is something to celebrate. So that blog post and me starting a blog snowballed into me having my own business. I began to think about how can I not just write content that's going to resonate, but actually help multi-passionates that I'm meeting? How can I help them create their own unique business models or have a better relationship with focus? And so I started coaching and from there I started creating courses and it all snowballed into the business that I have today. So along with this podcast, I also have an ebook called Finally Focus that you'll hear a lot about. I have a signature course. I run a group coaching program and I am really building my dream business the way that I want to. For all my human design fanatics out there, I am a 2-4 emotional authority manifester. I have eight centers defined and only my sacral is open. So if you are in love with human design like I am, you'll know what all of that means. <laughs> and for my astrology nerds out there, I am a Sagittarius sun and a Sagittarius moon, and I am a Pisces rising. All right, enough about me. Let's talk about what you can expect from this podcast. Season one is going to be all about how to find focus the multi-passionate way. I'm dedicating an entire season to the topic of focus because from working within the multi-passionate community for several years and surveying my community, the number one thing that comes up if I say, hey, what are you struggling with right now? What could you use some help with? The number one answer is focus. And I'm not just here to pump you up and get you excited about being multi-passionate. I want you to be excited about being multi-passionate and also have tools in your creative toolkit that you can use in order to truly be able to embrace your talents as a gift and not a burden. Focus is one of those tools. So that's why I'm dedicating the first season of the Multi-Passionate Mastery Podcast 
to the topic of focus, how to focus, myths about focus that it's time to debunk. I'll be sharing about my three-part focus framework. It's going to be so, so good. And I'm dedicated to having the episodes be only as long as they need to be in order for me to get the point across because I value your time and mine. So you can expect value-packed, quick episodes that are going to support your multi-passionate journey, whether you are an entrepreneur, whether you're building your dream business on the side, whether you're totally happy with a more traditional job setting, but you want to start making space for your passion projects, all of that is welcome here. It doesn't matter what your business model is. Something that I tell my coaching clients is, as a multi-passionate, I've tried so many things that there is not a single business model that scares me. So I want you to bring your full self to the table when you listen to these episodes. At the end of each episode, I will share with you your main takeaways in a recap and a way that you can take next steps. I'm so excited to bring this to you. I cannot wait to really dive into focus as a multi-passionate for season one. There's also going to be some bonus episodes that I cannot wait to share with you as well. And we're doing it. I'm so excited that I finally freaking recorded this episode. My podcast coach is going to lose her shit when I tell her that I'm done. All right. I hope to see you back here in the next episode where we will be talking about three common myths about multi-passionates and focus that you need to stop believing right now. I'll see you in the next episode. Hey, one last thing before you go. Do you know your creative focus style? When it comes to focus, I believe we spend way too much time thinking about what we lack instead of thinking about what comes naturally to us. That's why I designed the focus style quiz. Click the link in our show notes to head over to the quiz or go to multipassionatemastery.com slash focus quiz. I can't wait to see your results.